0: Hello, am all to everybody. Else. Uh, thank you very much. Okay, you hi. How are you Okay. Yes, right there is an app open there's a link there where you can go if you wanna do something to help with uh water. Filter for for post and reading. I just found out this point from our district superintendent they had a cholera, well, cholera outbreak a couple of weeks before the hurricane hit. And it's only gonna get worse. Uh, and so can continue. Our, our church is working, our denomination is working to get water filters down there. Uh, we've been doing a lot of that with the district but we denomination. We're also doing it, so there's a little of, uh, to do that. But let always take more for it. Sure. Father, we want to take a moment to ask you to so you working with and helping those who have been, been hurt, who've lost family members, who've lost possessions, homes, for our brothers and sisters and sisters, who've lost church building, schools, So We can that, uh, your power and your presence even in you to provide the resources for recovery. I pray to uh, first responders safe. As they speak to help those who are in these areas. So Lord, we thank you for being a guide and friend to And the way that they know, so is you. so I'm sure I'm yeah. well, talking about that. You're headed somewhere. How do you know which direction you're going? How do you know, I mean, how did you set you know your destination? Do you know how you set your destination? Do you know what your destination? Do you know if you're making progress? I can tell. Over we i talking about some mile markers along the way, and uh, we've talked about three of them uh, so far. When I'm headed towards Jesus, I'm no longer slave to fear of a child of God. I want to explain that for just a moment, but does not mean I'm no longer afraid of anything? That means. Me, if i we're toward Jesus. my am speak the real world, not simply the physical world. There's more going on than meets the physical eye in this world. And when i say toward Jesus, the Spirit helps me, the Holy Spirit helps me to understand and to perceive the things that are going on, capable of the physical eye, but are just real. What well, I'm looking for to I understand that I'm a manager of everything that God is in such dream. It's not my stuff. It's God. And He's asked me to be careful it and it for Him. And today we're talking about the fourth mile marker, and it reminds me of a joke. I love jokes, and I love leaders. I guess, uh, it's that. it's not part of my home all the time I was going out. And this is a list of, they've gone list, I love this. This is a list of, uh, compiled by 47 comedians. It's a list of the jokes that always crack them on no the matter how many times they win them. And so, this is a joke. Uh, Bob, you'll really appreciate this one. It's about ice skating. A guy learns ice skating for the very first time, and all of a sudden he hears voice. There are no spirits under the eyes. He ignores the spirits of another and the whole passage is And again, he hears the villain's voice. There are no spirits under the eyes. And says. Lord, and you? No, it's the way to Sometimes it all makes me wonder, how can we know? Can we really never hear the word socializing? Right? Can we understand when the, the Holy spirit? What does it sound like? Does it have a booming voice or does it have uh, you know, uh, pretty much sound I'm sure it's not a, it's a sticky one. but I could go it here God. Now, well, the first thing I wanted to point out is, and some people already have because whenever I like start talking about hearing from God, people get uncomfortable. Um, there's a really good reason for that. Uh, I read this where he says, the spirit way, even if you are not, as we will, the spirit way to get a free picture to stay in a mental health clinic is to go in and tell them you're hearing voices. It doesn't have to be true. And you can tell the oh, I mean, people oh, you've been there. people actually told you to know, do that. You were going to die in general. So, there's years, there. have no problem that they had underworked it. they were there for a march, even after they said, they stopped hearing them. For $1. So, everybody gets uncomfortable, no more, about uh, but I want to tell you, there's another reason. people who Jesus followers a bad name. And just be honest get that right out front. Uh, I read this week from a pastor and author, Jane me. He said, That's my observation in his I agree with it completely. The more I follow Jesus. The more out of habit, I love to say, God told me to do something. specific? Mm-hmm. I, I see this used far more than I see it used well or even authentically. In fact, because I've noticed that the more outrageous someone the more likely someone is to say, God told me to do this. But when I hear someone saying God told them to do something, I feel like saying, God told me to do that? Really? God himself for granted to you and told you to specifically build that building for which you have zero money? Or leave that church sure that you are in deep with without resolving things? Or buy that house that's out of your price range? Wow. Are you still in me, sir? Or, or the voice in your head that often tells you to do the things you simply feel like doing? For the record, I've been there at time for about 60 people, but I have heard the phrase used to describe a patient that is selfishly motivated. Come on in, guys. This is justifying your losses. I'm very sure I do do something that's contrary to scripture. When the Bible says something is clear very clearly that something is sin, you're it. well, very in your if you're doing this. Well, if Obey you get your eyes if you're doing this, don't tell me God's supposed to be doing it. Do I need to give an example of that? Okay, come on. Somebody ask for it. I also heard it said to me, designed to shut down debate. How do you not argue with somebody who says, God holds me? How do you to ask a question after somebody leaves that God told me this is what I should do. Now I will refer you to Terry's you your to wife because it's often my room. guy came down out of the sky. and leave. you know, really, you have to do that? Are you sure? I'm sure a bad on that piece Or bad, my friends. Can we really hear the Holy Spirit? Can God really speak to us in a way that we understand? You know, how will we recognize His voice and how will we hear from God? So Interesting question. Hearing from God, hearing from the Lord was rare, even in Eastern Israel. You know, sometimes when I read the Bible, I almost get the impression that life was easier. Until I put it on a counter wall. Ancient Israel was like in the Bronze Age. Some didn't even have steel. The biggest cup of metal they had was bronze, which is kind of nice looking, but it's not exactly powerful. Uh, That's why when those people discovered how to make the steel sword, the guy with the bronze sword, was in a lot of trouble. The steel sword will break the bronze sword in every way you do. The Bible not. Life was not easier than Oh, it's still not easy to approach your dad's survival. It's super spiritual. But it sounds a lot. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah number of people made even in this story. And that's the people made in this story that we're going to be looking at This, morning, this record of. the it uh, One is Eli. He was uh, a high priest, the reigning, ruling religious leader of an ancient Israel. He was also an apostatic lazy father. He was a well dad, and his kids were home. His found some of his wonderful names. Haughty, and he's good. Already had a problem with him. But he was like John. I you do that. They were greedy, godless friends of the high priesthood. They were also priests. Did you think Televangelists have a bad life? and a bad reputation, these guys make the Televangelists of the United States look like things. That God himself says of them. He was the first son of his mother. That was a story i so to yeah. so, He one job. The mercy is like A with a rat. Because her husband has school, to get to You know, like A the one And I allegation is that to him. That to him? I said, Neil said, like A would go, Oh, my God, how is going to be all of that. Can my children help you? It's hard enough. hard enough without having somebody to love your face for them all it's not But then prayed. She prayed a prayer to say, God, if you take me in I will give him right back to you. And his name was Daniel. God heard her prayer, gave her a son. She weaned him in, and nursed him and weaned him, and when he was old enough, she took him to the temple and Told totally right, I, high priest, this boy belongs to God. He is my firstborn. And he is God raised right him that serve the Lord here in this tabernacle with you. He's dedicated to God's service and he's working in the tabernacle right alongside of Eli's house, and I just want to pause for a moment because there's times when I read my Bible, I get asked questions. And this is a question that, that I had asked every time I read the story about seeing those in I don't have an answer for this question. Not a solid answer. The amount of time that I really like that. ask. But I have a question. How many other women in ancient Israel were like Hannah and were pleading for a baby? But they didn't get it. Why would the Lord give a baby to Hannah but not to her next door neighbor or the lady down the street or across town or whatever? There's one thing I know. My, almost on my heart and my mind. There are, there are a lot of people, there are loads of people inside and outside the church who are full of discouragement, despair, their spirits are the Christ because they prayed hard and fervently for something. And they didn't get the job, for your mom died of cancer. Forever. I don't have answers. Why All I know, I believe this is all my heart. I believe that because I know that like the one. Don't receive what I'm asking for. God is still completely in control. And He desperately loves us. And just as I have known, I believe with all my heart, that he was never closer to the father than he was once. He was doing exactly what God asked him to do. He was never closer to the father, he was never more obedient, and yet he still felt a pain. Example, Kong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Now, let's look at the record of events in chapter 3. As I just said at this point, I'm not going to read the whole thing, I'm just going to kind of recap the story and let you follow along. 1 Samuel chapter 3 verses 1 to 21. Daniel was continuing to serve the Lord under Eli's supervision. And here's the statement. Word from the Lord was rare in those days. His names were infrequent. They had no Bible. And even if they had, most people couldn't read. They held the direction the they leaned on hearing from God and, and care, having visions, and it wasn't there. It wasn't happening. And one of these things, just like any other youth in the United States, they were living down as a in the tabernacle so they had where Israel went to worship. At the high school, each guy was the priest there. He lived there. And after they laid down, but first, I'm going to be a counseling with me. Have any of you ever been repeatedly woke up? Awakened in that corner? I'm going to sleep. You know, children, dogs, neighbor's dogs, but, you know, neighbor playing music, whatever. If you've ever seen it, I want you to put yourself in a feel-like place. And then you in a place that so you can awaken. Right? It goes off. First time. The Lord called his family and he replied, Here I am. And he jumped up and he walked over to Eli and said, Here I am. You called me. What do you do, sir? What? I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Okay, I'm sorry, sir. So then I'm going back and he laid down the second time. The Lord calls, Spaniel. So things are just never like you I'm pretty one of woke up to we I think that's I'm reading it. And I'm pretty sure EO was not. But I'm the second. And we all know if I didn't call you, go back to bed. Have not heard from the Lord yet, and he not recognized his voice. So I just want to pause for a moment and say, know when we ask this question, how can I hear from the Holy Spirit? Maybe we can use phrases to ask many times have i heard from him, and I just didn't realize it. The first, I will on, do you do? I not call you. you realize it or you found the buck. I know enough to pass the buck and say, well I don't know there's no many ways. I tell you know the next time you that no. <laughs> no. tells you something about um, to be up all night here's what he said. He said so go back and look at when he calls you again, and says, speak, Lord, for sure your servant is listening. And here comes the fourth time, the Lord came and told you by calling those who had pleaded one time, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel said, speak, for your Lord is listening. And the Lord spoke to He said to Daniel, I'm about to do something that's going that to really mess up everybody over here. First time, he said it first. People hear about what's about the what's going on. They're going to be hot. Huh. And I want to make some or I don't want you to deliver it. He and are going to die. Because his son's and he said nothing about it. So the next day, after seeing it, him, um, so around uh, know, the so people to do is tell the guy that been raising them and supervising him like that uh, along with the rest of the family. You guys are all done. But that's you know, Eli said, look, I don't know I what do you the i telling you what he said to if you do not tell me. Whatever he said about me because going the you worse. Okay. Adults, trash disorder. Or, or to just saying, okay. Just like that, you guys to be I mm-hmm. tell them. first time, but it wasn't until last time. It was that exactly. first month. It's going to continue to grow, and the Lord was looking, and none of the things, none of the prophecies, none of the things that I said to him, ever, this is a great place I love phrase, never fell to the ground. Have you ever had, sometimes I pray for you a little bit. This is happening all the time. just so like the worst amount an of and drop the ground. And they the and they a sure, It it? I'm a person to that I have this problem. Are you afraid of Okay. Then you'll learn the lesson. All of this will realize the Samuel was concerned with the word, a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord began to speak to him regularly to lead his people through scandal He gave him his message, his words. Now, that was well over 2,000 years ago. But there's still some ways that, three ways that we can connect with the Holy Spirit. And where we can be certain of his guidance and his direction. First, we study the Bible. Unlike Samuel and Eli, we have the Bible, we have the whole thing. We have God's message, and we need to read it. One thing that you didn't the first time, God never tells us to do something that's contrary to what He's already told us in the Bible. For example, the lady I has been a great Christian author and speaker, and I heard her about that. This, this, she's got it stuck together. And then the next year, she was scheduled to be at this conference I went to, and she wasn't there. I asked why. And you know, it's because God had, had told her that if she had worked oh, but ran off her, 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 her uh, teenage egg and jaw problem would disappear. So obviously God wanted to hit by committing adultery. Yeah, that was always fun. Huh? Or by breaking your head that always tells to do what you want to do anyway. are one of those things. that your life is easy. Jesus doesn't tell us in the Bible. in the One of well, the Holy Spirit who prayed and spent in the 30th and 70th time with God. family. us dig a little bit of these walls here real quick. As so I thought about these walls, there are three components to this, these walls. There, there's the blocks. There's the mess that holds the blocks together and there's the key that make them look to me. Right? Now, the wall will stand without anything. It says what? do know seeing that block is burglary. The wall will not see it. You can put all the paint in the world on those blocks, and they're stacked there without cement. And I was really not want to be in over the long haul, right? Because they're starting to fall apart. I don't care how much cement you try to pile up without the block. I'm trying to make a wall. Like that? I'm not put in there. I don't want a form. I'm trying to get pour of and it out right there to puddle and Try to make a wall out of it. You just all day long, it's not going to happen, right? There you go. Yeah, so I That won't help. We need all three of those things to these walls to We need the block, we need the cement, and we need the pain. And, and that's what makes a good place for us to connect with the Holy Spirit, with the God Spirit in us The prayer is connection with Jesus for us to pursue that and to develop. And it is far more than receiving what we ask. We need to stop real asking and start listening to. You. So we all these things together. Our friend needs to be more than discussion you need to also be listening. Uh, I'm gonna make this as clear as a popular chance but please listen to what I'm about to say. I do not say don't ask ever. Here's the differences between asking prayer and listening prayer. When we all where we are always talking. And our minds our are active and and focused on what we're talking about. In a listening prayer, our mouths are closed, our minds are relaxed. missionary from the last century, he family i somebody asked to to talk to him and say something about, I don't know if God speaks to you. He goes, well, to tell you the truth, I really don't know if God speaks to you. But I do know that since I started listening, I had a lot more really good ideas. <laughs> we small B people, like this, whose mouths are constantly going and their breeds are closed. We were in a niche for people whose mouths are going and their brains are closed. Okay, base is on the spot, so we're going for it. But we talking and our minds are focused on what we're asking for and not open to anything else. But when we're listening, up, our mouths are closed and our minds are relaxed and open to hearing. But when we ask, when we're asking asking prayer, we want to know something so that uh, what we're interested in is to find exactly to my question. But when we listen... for this is what you about you what i want to talk about. Well, he loves me. you guys. do me we expect an the answer, and we want it to be clear, and we want it to be practical, and we get patient, because actually what we want is to have our answer yesterday, and it's not clear. But when we listen, we are not in control of the conversation. We're so early on asking for the relationship with the one we're speaking to. The, the relationship with God is, is kind of on the sidelines. It's peripheral. It's not the focus. The focus is really what we're asking for. When we're listening at that a relationship with God is the reason for listening. We want to connect with Him. We want to hear from Him. We going to ask questions that God is answering rather than simply asking him to answer the questions we're already asking. Can you follow that? So we ask questions, when we're asking prayers, we're what does God want me to do? When we listen, we find out what he wants us to become. i asking give me a sign. want to know, I want you to give me clear direction. on this, so give me a sign. And when we listen, we discover the doctrine that gives us wisdom and the and gives us the freedom and I remember what I said One time ago, over 20 years ago, I was between the churches trying to decide where to go. I had opportunities to go to more than one place. And i got well, gone to a go. I can go. I'm it five I'm supposed to go to. And I too, by the way. No, don't think. I think not I'm not sure. But I do remember the rest of the time. I don't out of the i to make a job for Either way, it'll be fine. It's not going to be out from the of the kingdom. So, i on long to go. You know, beautiful. Yeah, we're it yeah. Oh, oh me. Well, we're asking to those folks that. we don't ask when mm-hmm. like, well, we're listening, we that you get this we God, this is what i am going to Do we think it's successful when we lift him, we try to find out what he's blessed in making successful so that we can be part of it. And you all have permission, y'all. Yeah, for I'm not Yeah. You have permission to wait with me if I leave you at some point here. But when we ask, we tend to, to inform God of our plans and we have to move through our efforts. Well, God, you know what I'm about to do. Oh, man, I heard about once my first associate, but now i talked about fighting the transfer, no less, I don't know about it. I like that. He took out a million dollar loan and gave all the money to go to him and went bankrupt. Well, then God bless him. Now, I was young and I didn't know how to save it, too. And, and, and older, and I really respected him. But what I, do, what I want to do, and I know what I would do now because I'm older, and now I'll have time to quail out sometimes. Why you, know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, got weapons to you moron? You're $5 million, you are 5000000 loan, you can not afford to repay and to give it away. That's stupid. Also, something the Bible says like, yeah. Not a you like don't know why you that's true, because I you going, oh God, maybe this is where You know, like bring it back to school. Everyone. You know, I'm going to send to in the back. Oh, gone and I'll be amazing. I think it's it's a of people. We so were listening. We want to find out what God's doing to be a part of that. As opposed to taking our point and going here, we need to be So here's the sermon in the That came me, the connection is for For not a, day, a I, I love those you know, all of got all these little things up there, you're freezing the car. No way. I think that my debit card in my pocket when I'm going a trading machine, I buy the whole thing. There you go, you want b B12, uh, B12. Uh, B12. Uh, I think, you know, uh, and you pump the button, and so if the machine is working right, the little thing on B12 pushes off the baby bar or the snack or whatever it or is you're going after and it drops down. Or if it's a pot machine and a knife gear, and so not all pot machines are knife right gear, but some of them are knife gear, that little thing goes up and picks up the bottle and brings it down and just, I the other one that I used to know it's just like a TV box. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's pretty fun to open. I think I get this one the bar. Right, so There's a of machine you put in your money, your time, your words. i talking to on the Oliver's And the mayor do like a Christian tricking ever together sometimes. And it's proof about it and God's gonna do it with that for. It doesn't work that way. If you haven't seen that out already, I get told you saves you a lot of frustration. It doesn't work that way because that's not what prayer is about. Prayer is about connection with Jesus and building a relationship with Jesus. We do ask people, though, if you went down on the street or went anywhere, ask people, what is prayer? Do you think most people would describe it as talking to God or asking for something from God? I okay. do. That's the way we tend to look at prayer. Because most people look at prayer. It's like talking to God, and it about one day. it's without about my day. Don't get Sometimes we do talk to, day. to talk to God about our days. But we today. We don't need to reform yet. He's already right. probably said there's already a Oh, you missed that part that way. Most people who decide that prayer talking to God and asking for something. We're a master for asking, but there's more to prayer. There's much more to prayer than simply asking. Prayer helps us to connect with Jesus better when we accept that it's going to be a conversation. When we and we say Speak, Lord, your servant is with And you can take time to listen. Now, I think before I give you an idea about how to do that, I want to talk about why we need to learn to listen. Why can we? Why would we stop asking and start really listening when we pray? And here's the answer. Because the Creator of all things, the King and Lord of Lords, wants to connect with you and with you and with you. Jesus lived, died, and arose again, and sits at the right hand of the Father. He is receiving for us right now in order for us to have that kind of connection with God. The Holy Spirit lives in us if we believe in Jesus and follow Him. He lives in us, lives to speak to us and through us. and it's not comfortable, but grown seldomly. So here's some ideas. I'm going to let through this list really quick. It's available uh, on the University of the University of Atlanta here. Here's some ideas about uh, issues you need more details in your community. One of the things is to be alone, alone. Stop thinking slowly. Well, that's going to be day. To be alone with God, go somewhere with, without the technology. Use the phone. Use the tablet. Use the laptop. Okay, you can take them to take the batteries out. I'll take them out and give you a read. I'll let you do Okay? Take just your Bible, the printed one from paper and paper and paper. Okay, just read. If would want to tell me, you read that loud to yourself and get loose and provide a to You write down whatever you think of ideas. Remember, I like these famous examples. I've got more good ideas. But okay. then you need to shut those ideas in your Bible, right? Because, so, you know, you suddenly have an idea to be in your family, that's okay. Not an idea from God. If you're not sure asking, I'll Well, we know what people say. I'm not going to ask Listen to the Bible. You can listen to the Bible, uh, the new version of the Bible that I keep talking about. A lot of those Bible translations, there's a little sticker down in the corner. You click on it and it reads it to you. do you can do get online, you can do that. What? Right? don't oh yeah, don't get don't get don't get you. don't get do don't don't a do don't you do don't Whatever whatever you're reading, however you're reading the Bible, read a phrase or a sentence or a story just think about it. Think a long, hard, thinking, what's going on here? Think about it. Meditate on it. Now, after what I said in the beginning, I'm at this point, you might be uncomfortable with what I'm about to tell you, so I phrased it carefully. Tell someone you trust. What you think you heard God say, and ask them for their opinion. You need to ask somebody you know, even though you call somebody, saying, My friend's hearing the voices, what can I do? And ask somebody you trust, who look you square in the eye and go, How old was that? You need to be able to trust or somebody to go, Well, you know, let's mm-hmm. keep that a little bit, or hey, that's possible. Find somebody to talk to you about this. God wants us to listen. I want to encourage you. I'm uh-huh. going uh-huh. 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 uh-huh.